per- pursuing relationships, relationships on, on purpose. One of the things that our father wants is us become one. I want to do what pleases my father. We don't have to be instantly mature in everything to be loved. You got the love of God, you got the holiness of God. You got to marry the two because that's who and what God is. This is the Encounter Culture Podcast. Hello, welcome to the Encounter Culture Podcast, where we're pursuing relationship on purpose. I'm Josh, and today I'm so excited to have with me Larissa Yonke. She'll be on the program with me a little bit later uh, to tell you a quick story about how I met Larissa back when Next Gen Worship was just in full swing and we were making connections with other communities outside of uh, the Southwest Missouri area, uh, we connected with an area in Wells, Minnesota and there was a community of believers there that wanted to to host uh, 24-hour gatherings and they wanted to just dive into deeper community stuff. So we decided we're taking a road trip. We're going up there. We're going to pour into them. We did that uh, on, on more than one occasion. But uh, on our first trip up there uh, we took a group of, of worshipers and went up there and just had a, a night of encounter and just sharing our hearts and it was just a real real fruitful time uh, there was a young teenage girl there by the name of Larissa she was just soaking up every word I never seen such a hunger for the Lord in anyone and I've just continued to stay in touch with her uh, over the the last few years and as she's uh, come into womanhood and followed the call of God on her life he's just led her to many different ministry opportunities and just many different communities and she's just been very very effective Uh, with Holy Spirit working in her and through her. And uh, we've kept in contact. I've learned so much from Holy Spirit through her, and I'm excited to have her on the program today. She's going to be talking with us a little bit about catching the Father's heart. You're going to benefit from this. I know you are. She's just full of joy and excitement, and she really bears the Father's heart well. And if you just sit back and just take a moment to just listen I know you'll encounter his heart as well. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on the introduction here because I would love to just dive in and let her have most of the episodes. So uh, whenever I come back, Larissa Yonke will be with me. Stick around. A continuous sound of vertical worship expressed to God in music, art, and dance. Come express your heart and encounter his presence. Incense Rising, 24 hours of expression and encounter. Hosted at Victory Christian Center in Carthage, Missouri, Friday, December 2nd from 7 p.m. to 7 p.m. Saturday, December 3rd. Worshippers, dancers, and artists are free to come and go as you please throughout the event. To lead a music set, please sign up for a time slot at incenserising.org. Welcome back to the Encounter Culture Podcast. We're pursuing relationship on purpose is our purpose. And today I'm so excited to have Larissa Yonke on the program with me. Why don't you just go ahead and tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, kind of some background, um, where you're coming from and what you're kind of doing right now. Yeah. So uh, my name is Larissa Cherie Yonke and I live in St. Louis, Missouri. And I've been here for years, sent on assignment from God uh, in this region and for the purpose of the gospel. And uh, he supernaturally brought me here and connected me with his body here. 
and uh, I had a crazy couple from Kansas City that I'd known for like three years. They decided to aid and abet me in my adventure. <laughs> so I did not know where I'd be living when I got here. And uh, they were willing to bring me. <laughs> and the Lord, within 24 hours of us setting foot here, provided a place for me to live. And uh, long, long supernatural story. I could spend half an hour just on that alone. Um, but since being here, like I've just seen the glory of God. I've seen seen people healed and and delivered, and and just their minds turned toward the Lord. And I've seen increased discipleship, increased maturity. And I want more. Like I, I totally want more. And I even got a clearer vision lately of like. Okay, the reason why I was sent here is not just so I can do the work, but it's so that we can do the work. We are the body. And to really be more intentional about pouring into the body, because like, you know, temporarily you might be like, oh, like, I just, I just want to do this because it's quicker. But like, the Lord is not like that with us. Like he had 12 dudes that seemed like total slow learners, but he, he went, he bore with them in patience. In, not in impatience, in patience. I am, I am. And uh, through that, we see the fruit of that that even remains until this day that has rippled effect down to us through history. And so it's like, keep that bigger picture in mind. Like, you might temporarily in relationship move slower than you would alone, but keep the patience of the Lord and uh, love. Love his body and remember that the Lord is patient with us. In repentance, like he's like, he wants all of us to come to repentance to receive the knowledge of truth. And he's been very long suffering. And so in receiving that, we we give it to others. You're such a good example of just going after what God's calling you to. Tell me a little bit about how you kind of took those steps to help build community, how you connected with others, some practical things that you learned along the way and help unify the body of Christ. <laughs> I feel like totally disqualified to even share this. Like I'm like, I, cause I see so much growing room myself in that. Um, honestly, I think my region has it better than me. <laughs> and one of our values at our church is belong than do because like we don't want just people coming in like oh you're musical therefore you should play an instrument or worship team like no like belong and then do and so we do have a strong desire for being relationally intentional and and i'd say like one thing is you know i'm, I'm working on it it's an increase but i can see more room for growth here is just say hey like do you want to go out for coffee what you're doing is you're just putting yourself out there for the benefit of the other person and, and I believe that's what will break a lot of people free from that fear of rejection is if they just focus on the other person. And like, yeah, you might have feelings work through. And, and for the most part, of that's not affecting me. It's just being intentional on that. You know, just call people and encourage them or listen to receive. Like, because Larissa is sometimes used to being in give mode <laughs> like <laughs> or teach mode. But there's something of just being a friend. So friends receive, but like, in Christ, we see pure friendship. In in the world, we see it corrupted by the fear of man. But in Christ, friendship, there's no fear of man in it. And it's totally give. It's give, receive, and connect. Don't isolate yourself. 
And I remember one day I actually was dealing with uh, just a lot of grief. I went to two funerals in June. It was one for a baby and then one for an older person. And uh, I was just hit with grief. And I was just struggling in it. And one day I just got to church early and I sat outside and I was just soaking out a song, Just Be, by Kim Walker Smith. And then somebody walks up and I'm, I'm all crying in it. And, and, and they walk up and they, I just see Jesus in them. And I'm like, like, like almost like you're trying to create a private moment with the Lord, but your life is on public display. <laughs> and, and then like, they just wanted to help. And like, even though in a way, like they didn't even know how to, it was like, well, just, just, just be here with me. Like just worship the Lord. And, um, I was the more that we stretch ourselves, even if we're not in total perfection, when we do it, the heart of it is still evident and Christ is still seen. And then uh, the other thing is like, uh, I was in church and like, somebody like, how are you? And I'm like, I, I don't, I remember if I answered bad or if I <laughs> answered or just my body language answered, but I'm in rush mode and I was just off. Either I gave her a hug or she gave me a hug and it was for the longest period of time and it was at the beginning of worship and um literally it's like it strengthened me where it's like my soul was heavy to worship like yes in the past like i pushed through these things alone but why push through it alone when he's put somebody next to you to help you push through it to honor that as the lord like people because sometimes people are like afraid of like oh i don't want to get dependent or whatever no when you receive the gift that God has given to you, it is not dependency. It is not unhealthy. It is actually life-giving and it is actually wisdom. And, and this is the beauty of like how he created his body. We don't have to be instantly mature in everything to be love. We can be love before we are all the way grown up into Christ. And actually, that's what grows us up. <laughs> it's just like, by just letting ourselves be love. I love Ephesians 4. It talks about the unity of the body, the unity of the faith, and that when we do unify together, that we do grow up in all things, even unto the head. So maturity looks like this corporate maturity. It's really us growing together and working together as Christ lives through us toward one another in this joined maturity. Yeah. And it's cool to like know the multidimensional love of God. And it says in all the saints. And and I've got it. I was like, wait a second. Like my roommate, she knows the love of God in a way that I, d- a dimension, I don't know it. And I know the That's love good. of God in a dimension, she does not know it. And, and as you share, then more understanding is received. More connection is built. You know, like I see something I didn't see before. I know something I didn't know before. Yeah. I experienced him in a way I've never experienced him before. Yeah, that's so good. I think w- one of the greatest ways that we can connect with other people and make ourselves available is to allow them to know they're in a very safe place with us, that they've nothing to fear, that there's no there's no competitive spirit or no like uh, tug of war for attention or uh, assumptions or obligations or expectations how do you do that with others how do you put them at ease uh, especially when you're getting to know them Hmm. kindness just be continually kind 
let that disarm the old way of thinking. And actually, even our stability is not based on whether somebody else is trustworthy or not. It's trusting in Him. And we can trust Him to protect our heart. We can trust God with our heart. And, and this is something I'm learning too. It's like, okay, closeness. Just because you're close doesn't mean you're going to get hurt. It's when you get self-centered is when you're going to get hurt. And, and so it's like, keep your heart. Like, this is like, guard your heart. Doesn't mean wall up and don't let anybody in. It means keep the flow pure so you're not in a self-centered place that you're coming out of. Because if it's about you and somebody doesn't please you, or if something doesn't happen the way that you expect, and then you feel hurt, it's all self, 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 self. And, and so it's like, get yourself out of the way. Cause like Jesus Christ brought himself earthly close to us and, and uh, he put his heart out there. And when he didn't share something, it wasn't because he was afraid or not trustworthy or like afraid of trusting. It wasn't, that was not his motive. It was, it was love. He's like, this would destroy them if they heard that now. It wasn't about him. It was his father. Like my father desires this. The father is so focused on us. The father is so for our good. And so like, you know, and putting people at ease, it's really just let Jesus minister to us and then let that become the expression through us. Just kindness does a lot, continual kindness. Um, even in a work situation, just thinking right now, like there's one person I just really felt intimidated by. We just didn't mix good. And like, and, was, and Lord wanted me to befriend her and I'm still working on that. Um, it was interesting because like she never said good morning to me. And a few days ago she said good morning to me and her tone sounded different too. I just told when I people in charge, I was like, I don't know whether she's actually upset at me or if that's just her general tone. <laughs> and you know, I was I had been sucked into the self realm that day and and like I just couldn't handle tones. Like like if somebody sounds even like a little bit perturbed, I'm like, ah, I'm gonna cry. Like I actually did. I think I did actually break down crying that day. But it's like, you know, the Lord sees our weakness. And he calls us to come closer, to be absorbed in his strength. So we do that with one another, recognizing that we're not all strong in the same areas. We lean into each other as the body. Jesus. Josh, you're not making me cry, but I think I'm making me cry. But your questions are just, your questions are just so good. Thank you. So what's the big, the big idea, the big thing that's burning in your heart? When you think about life here on earth and our goal to fulfill the mission that Father has given us, how do you see this unfolding and what is your heart's desire? <sighs> Can I answer that question or is it like eating an elephant in one bite? <laughs> <laughs> just let it come out oh lord that's such a good question hmm hold on i'm gonna dribble with my heart it may not make all sense with my lips but we'll try (laughs) so he's called us to be formed into the fullness of christ 
he redeemed us not so that we could just go to heaven and, and slide by in a life that, that barely even resembles him. <clears throat> we are called to call each other up, to call each other out, to call each other up into this inheritance. Our inheritance is everything. Everything restored and to grow into this knowledge of him. <sighs> We haven't even touched the edge of what Jesus died for. We, we don't even know. We've tasted, but we really don't even have a clue of how good he is and how great this redemption is that he secured, that he had in his heart for us. I don't want to just slide by with the minimal. We shouldn't think in such a way as like how to not address things and like how to like just slide by the minimal even our relationships with each other when we are relationally intentional it multiplies beyond what we can ask think or imagine the redemption that has been secured in christ is massive and it is not just for me oh my gosh if i just make it about me growing up into christ I am missing the bigger picture. There is a facet of uniqueness in you, Josh, that I will never know because it is it is your inheritance. It's like your parcel of land. You have something in you to be expressed on this earth that is made just for you. In a reverse sense, too, like I, I have that as well. It's so massive the assignment that we have as the body. And he's calling us to transform this earth, to make it look like heaven, make it look like the kingdom, so that Jesus gets the reward of what he suffered. I want Jesus to get what he suffered for. We love him, not because we're trying to pump up a love, but because we're even weak in our love. We even have to ask him for help. Lord, help me love you. Help me love you, God. <laughs> he loves us and then we need help to love him back too. Like, oh my gosh, like how helpless we are. We even need his help to love him back. Like, if his love wasn't enough, he's like, and I'll help you love me too. <laughs> so, like, in the truth, there are no excuses. <laughs> And there are no excuses. Like in that no excuse realm, like there's there's no condemnation either. Right. <laughs> like he even takes away that in his life. Like <laughs> he even cares about our feelings. Like, like he doesn't just say mechanically, like, <laughs> no, like I did everything. And still like <laughs> It's like he gives us this great banquet and then we complain that we can't eat it and we're ashamed that we can't eat it because we're so twisted up from the mindset of this world for thousands of years, for generations, instilling this lie, insistence. And he redeems us from the ways of our fathers. And he washes us with his word. He washes our minds and he renews us in our understanding. And he draws us near to himself. He just wants us to come closer. <laughs> in our relationship with him, in our connection, he just wants us to come closer. 
There's no shame in him. There's no fear in him. There's no doubt in him. He doesn't have any second thoughts about us. He wants us. Jesus wants us. He is fully invested in us. <sighs> he went to the cross, but why stop? Why stop there? He's like, I want him, I want him, I want him, I want him, I want him. But he doesn't want us in a worldly, needy way. He's not like codependent. He's not like, I need you in a needy sense. He's like, I need you in the sense of the purpose of the Father on this earth. Right. And that he set it up in a way that he he does not do it alone. He does not do it without his bride. He wants us by his side. We came out of him. We are in him and he is in us. And we're discovering more every single day. <laughs> the beauty is unfolding. He's patient with the process. He doesn't hold back his heart from us and he's happy and opens more to him. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus is so good. You're messing me up over here. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's, an, it's an undignified podcast. <laughs> uh, yay. <laughs> so, uh, what, what did you see? I just, Jesus is going to rescue us again, over and over and over again. And all we can do is just say yes, say yes and agree with him. Just say yes and agree with him. Just follow him. Do what he's doing. Say what he's saying. Love and the system of this world will be whatever it is. And he will rescue us again. He will rescue us again. And our partnership with him is agreeing with him, agreeing with the word and declaring that word. And that word is alive. It's active. It penetrates the heart. It changes those that are bent toward him, those that have been chosen by him, and they will be rescued. They will be rescued from themselves, and the world will be rescued from the system of this world. We will be rescued again. He's our rescuer. He's our savior. He's our he's he's our champion. He's our hero. <laughs> he's our hero. Jesus is our hero. Would you pray for our listeners and just uh, declare the truth of his body over those that are listening today? Yes. Okay. So, hmm. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, we want to know your presence through us more. Jesus, you are near. Lord, you never left us. You never will leave us. You never will forsake us. Come. Lord, we want to know you more. Jesus, wisdom, revelation. Oh, Lord, help us see it, what you've done. Lord, help us see it deeper. God, you want to know us. <laughs> you want to know us, Lord. <laughs> Lord, God, thank you. Thank you, God. Jesus, you're faithful. Lord, you're good. Your mercy is enduring forever. Lord, you never quit. <laughs> 
Oh lord, you're so good. You want us. Jesus, you're good. Lord, if somebody could just catch your heart, that's good enough for me. Amen. I'll take that. <laughs> thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Well, thank you so much for being with us today and just sharing your heart. It's it's contagious, and I'm excited about what you're doing in, in uh, St. Louis. I just say be blessed and keep doing what you're doing, and we'll keep in touch. We'll have you on again. Bless you, all right. So great to have Larissa on the program. I do want to remind you that there are some upcoming events that you might want to check out. House fires, if you haven't been to one of these, um, you can find out where they're going to be and when the next dates are at EncounterCulture.us. Uh, all of our upcoming events are listed there. Also, Incense Rising, again, December 2nd and 3rd. 24 hours of expression and encounter. It's being hosted this time at Victory Christian Center in Carthage. If you're a worship leader and you would like to sign up for a time slot for that 24 hours, you can do that at incenserising.org. In fact, next week, I'm going to be sitting down with the pastor of that church, Victory Christian Center, Andy Stump, and we're going to be talking a little bit more about relationship on the Encounter Culture Podcast. We'll see you then.